0: This is Montego Bradley from of Patrol, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network.
1: Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're
0: thinking you said people gonna die?
1: The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. there be no one to stop us this time.
0: What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 441 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-hosts this week, it's the expert, Mr. Markellis (laughs) Mithrigan-Rican. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. And we got a special guest this week, direct from Texas, one of our best friends in the world of podcasting. That's right. From the cult 45, porn, the movie podcast. to Beat him down.
1: For the love of God, wash your fucking hands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to So Is Our Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd. Podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, it's our review of the first biggest hit. Of the year twenty twenty three in film. That's right. It's Megan. But before we get into all of that, beat him down. Haven't heard from you in a little while. I'm sure everyone <laughs> that listens to our show listens to your show. So it's no surprise that your show is amazing. But how the hell are you? Thank you. I
1: am I'm making it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are dragging you across the finish line on this <laughs> Pretty one. Tonight. Much, I was like, must do guess but.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm a little on the weather, but Overall, I'm doing great. Um, I'm praying that my voice will return when we do our live stream for uh, Killer Clowns in Outer Space. I think it'll be out by the time you guys put this out. I'm not sure. But um, I'm excited. And I'm also terrified of hearing my own voice right now.
0: It's okay. We're all very excited to uh, hear your live commentary on Killer Clowns in Outer Space, which I was stunned that Randy had not seen before.
1: It shouldn't be that surprising, honestly, man. Like, There's there's a lot Rennie has not seen, but then I feel like it's the other way around. There's a lot of movies that I have not seen that you guys have been very offended by. (laughs) Guys, I still have yet to see Monster Squad.
0: Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) See? (laughs) Mark, can you make that like a Patreon pick for them or something? You know what? I've been saving it for something. I might as well use it for that. (laughs) (laughs) Twisted (laughs) pair. God, no. All right. Well, we won't make you talk too much just uh, for like – Three-fourths of the podcast. Um, Not (laughs) bad. Markellis Reagans, how the hell are you? I'm doing good.
2: I'm doing good. I was actually pretty psyched. I thought uh, the commentary for Killer Clowns for Outer Space was happening the week before. So I I was home. I had like, I'm like, oh, I can check out the show. I like pulled out my laptop. Oh, no.
0: And I'm like, oh, they're not streaming yet. Oh, I had the date wrong. (laughs) <laughs> you got Twitch on every screen in your goon cave. You're ready to go.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, I'm excited to watch it because I, I also have never seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space, believe it or not. Oh, what? Yeah. I know. It's one of those movies that, and obviously, I, I mean, I've i said it before, I worked at a video store. So I had my, my choice picks to take home whatever I wanted to take home. That one never appealed to me at all. <laughs> it just, it's no, stayed on you, the shelf. You've
1: made, Wise, wise choice. <laughs> wise choice.
2: That's what I like to hear. So
0: yeah, I'm looking forward to checking it out with you guys. I'll be, I'll be quite honest. I have not watched it in probably 15 to 20 years, but I remember liking it when I saw it. So, oh, well, there you go. It's definitely a got That's the best I
2: got. <laughs> it's, it's definitely <laughs> a joy <laughs> to Carlo movie. Yeah, I can believe that. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. No. Uh, I
0: don't know if that's a good thing or a
2: bad thing. It's not a good thing. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) It's the kiss of death. All right. Joey, man, how are you doing this week?
0: I'm doing okay. I'm very busy at work. Both jobs, very busy. This past weekend, this week coming up. So my schedule is insanity. I'm just trying to make it to 9 p.m. on Thursday. (laughs) Because then I have three days off in a row from both jobs nice. and I'm not doing a goddamn thing on Friday. Now that I've said that, I'm going to get up and go to the gym and I'm going to probably go see the movie we're reviewing next week. I get the very first showing on Friday morning because my kids don't want to see it. So if I could sneak in and see it at like the $5 morning show. Yeah. <laughs> when there's no one there, I'll be very happy. Just get it out of the way. Get it all done. So, yeah, it's just life's been crazy. I Just been trying to keep up on my movies, you know. Uh, I did the math, and I have to average fourteen movies a month oh, that shit. I've never seen before <laughs> to hit my goal for this year. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. You might as well make a new goal, man. I'm already at eleven for January. So. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Starting off strong, I like it. But I, I did have to watch. I did have to watch a couple stinkers. So Strange World on Disney Plus was a. <laughs> And uh, I, I've never seen it before, but I watched Silent Hill Revelations 3D. Okay. Oh, dear God, no. Mark, you've never seen it, the sequel to Silent Hill?
2: Oh, shit. No, I was going to say I thought I did see it, but no, I think I've only seen the first one.
0: It's got uh, Jon Snow in it with the world's worst American accent. It's, no. There's a lot of really bad like CG just stuff flying at the screen all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was awful, but... It was on HBO Max. I hadn't seen it before. I said, fuck it. Let's just, let's just watch it. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at 11 this month. Uh, this weekend's movie that we're going to review for the podcast will be 12 and I just, just got to find time to watch two more movies and I'm right on track. So there you go. Still on track. Still on track. Still going to the gym. Everything's going good. Down seven pounds already this month. So
1: oh, good fit, man. Um, I'm
0: really happy about that. I'm really happy about that, but It sucks because this whole week at job number one, we're giving away free food because (laughs) there's all this crap going on. And it's, you know, part of the engagement committee that I'm on is to, you know, keep the employees engaged and make sure they know we appreciate them and all the crap we're putting them through with the stuff going on. And we're giving them free food. And today was free pizza. So that was tough to not eat free pizza tomorrow. I think it's free, like famous bowls from the cafeteria. So they're not KFC, but they're the same thing. Uh, and I can't eat that either, so... <laughs> it sucks. I'm just going to go to my office and eat my plain chicken breast.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. You,
1: you know you can see but... the food, Joey.
0: <laughs> no, I do. I, I put a metric fuck-ton of cayenne pepper on my <laughs> chicken. Jesus <laughs> Christ. No comment. I love it. Leans you right out, you know? One bite and your sinuses are just, like, empty. <laughs> it's great. Sounds love fucking it. Hard uh, everyone else... Yeah, everyone else that lives here hates it. They're like, ew. <laughs> I have to wipe down the whole counter and everything because there's like cayenne pepper everywhere. But it's all good. It's all good. Enough about us. Enough. Marcellus Reagans, please tell the listeners where they can find more Soul Wizard Podcast.
2: All right. So everybody can head on over to com, where you will find a brand new episode every week. You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly. You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, coffee mugs, all located in our Tea Public store. You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, so definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. You can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you will receive exclusive content year round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Back to you, Joey.
0: First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests. You have to do a Google Calendar. And you build a following. It takes a lot of time. Oh, for one of my favorite movies of 2022. Thank you, Ellis. Yeah, you're lucky I'm still here because of that. <laughs> I know. I, I was scared. I, I couldn't d- could lie to myself and to the listeners and not have it on the list. But at the same time, I was scared. I was very scared.
2: Yeah, I was pretty adamant <laughs> about quitting the show if that made your top top of the year. So uh, I'm going
0: to... You're gonna... adamant about quitting the show all the time, though. So. <laughs> it <It'll> be fair. <laughs> <laughs> all right this week we've got our review of the new movie megan this is a horror movie from blumhouse about a killer doll crazy viral marketing all over tiktok and twitter and everywhere else yep. uh as best viral marketing i've seen since smile uh have you guys seen any of like, their tweets or anything like this
1: i've not seen the tweets but i just i the trailer i'm not gonna lie it did get me and i remember we all agreed that we're gonna do this yep which is why hell or high yeah, water, they, voice or no voice, I was going to show up.
0: <laughs> um, re- recently on Twitter, uh, the, the account for the movie is run by the character Megan. And she's been taking people's tweets that say the movie sucks <laughs> and erasing what it says and making it say that things are good. In the movie. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's, it's, it's very funny. And they've had a big back and forth between them and the official Chucky account also. So. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> It's, it's been very funny. So it's been another well-marketed horror movie. But I thought Smile had great marketing, you know, with weird people sitting in the stands at baseball games and yeah, shit. But I didn't like the movie terrifying. all that much. Yeah. It was, but I didn't really like the movie. So maybe this will hold up. But before we get into it, I ask every week when we review a movie, I ask you guys about your theater-going experience. And I'll get to why I want to ask you about it, especially for this one this week. But Marcellus, Yeah. How was your theater-going experience for Megan?
2: So, you know, as we've discussed on this show plenty of times, you know, it's a little bit of a time crunch to uh, make it to these movies, you know, to do do these episodes. And Megan, you know, going to see it opening weekend, I really wanted to get it out of the way. And that was kind of a mistake because it was sold out. like by the time I was ready to get my tickets uh, and I had time available the shows were all sold out at the the big theater the big fancy theater so uh I did wind up driving a little bit out of my way uh wound up spending a little bit more than I usually spend because I didn't get to use my normal uh, uh movie pass type of uh tickets uh and
0: whoa 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 where did you go
2: uh I, w- <laughs> I went to the land that uh, the, the land at time forgot uh Enfield. Oh, God. Which is a pretty much a, a dead mall. Like, the mall is so dead that the only way to get into the movie theater is to go through the mall, but none of the stores are open. Like, it's all empty storefronts. So Oof. so you have to literally walk around the mall to find the one store that's open and then go into that store, go out of the store, and then walk through an empty apocalypse-looking mall to get to the movie theater. <laughs>
0: Mark is not exaggerating for the people that don't live around us. This mall has a Target and the movie theater and (laughs) legit everything else is closed in the mall. It's like a hallway, a dark hallway. It looks like the fucking Walking Dead when you go. in there. It
2: really does. Fuck. It really does. So, yeah, so it was a it was a long excursion. I was glad that they had screenings there because, like I said, the ones that were close to me were sold out. At least there, they had multiple screenings and they were kind of staggered. So even if I got there a little bit late, there was still another show happening after that, uh, and it was fine. You know, not a lot of people in that in that theater for obvious reasons, uh, but it you know decent crowd, decent screening, popcorn was delicious as
0: always. All right, well, maybe just you and the ghosts of shoppers past <laughs> out in the Enfield Square Mall uh, beat them down. How about you? How was your movie going experience?
1: Yeah, thankfully I didn't to go to the edge of the world to like watch it. Um <laughs> one thing I was happy about is like uh, everyone who was in the theater kind of knew what the fuck it was when they went in there. So everyone kind of had the same uh open-minded energy going into it. That's all I can really say cuz like it, there was no there was no story. I just showed up and it wasn't hard to get a ticket.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's fine.
1: That's fine. That's, that's a good. Cool tale. But like, it, it wasn't like packed, but, um, there was a lot more people who I thought, you know, a lot more people that showed up than I assumed it would be. So I thought that was pretty cool. And like, everyone was kind of, nobody was really like kind of just talking nonstop. But anytime there was like a, Oh, y'all i fucked up moment. Everybody was on the same page. And that nice. was kind of cool.
0: Nice. Awesome. So I went to see it, uh, Saturday that after it came out and, you know, much like Mark just mentioned, Our time crunch is crazy. Uh, We had an extra week this week, but I didn't want to wait because I didn't want to get any spoilers because I actually did really want to see this movie, so I didn't want to be spoiled on anything. And Janine wanted to go see it with me. We had a window (laughs) to go see it, and we went to see it Saturday night. I don't know if you guys quite understand the hell of going to see a PG-13 rated horror movie on a Saturday (laughs) night. (laughs) But the theater was packed, um, and, and thankfully, you know, like beat him downside, uh, most of our theater was at least there to appreciate the movie and knew what kind of movie they were seeing. So there was a lot of laughs and a lot of people vibing with the movie, but we did have, you know, people talking, people coming in late people's phone ringing. Somebody's phone just went off in the middle of the movie oh, and rang no, like 50 no. times. And then everybody's like, "Oh, shut off, shut off, oh, shut off. And it's that it kept ringing and then they answered it and like talked on the phone. In the movie. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? <laughs> I wish I was kidding. Oh, and this was in Hadley. So this wasn't like some like dirty, gross movie theater in an abandoned mall or something. <laughs> just, like, generally a nice area, but it, it, it was a little much, but it wasn't crazy awful. I was a little more worried when I, it was pretty packed. and it, it was a lot of teenagers and tweens. So I was a little worried, but. It, for the most part, other than the phone call, it was fine. The reason I was asking more than usual is because multiple people that we are friends with. I know Stu from SWO Productions. Um, a couple other people have said that their movie going experience was horrendous. Hmm. Just really filled with teenagers talking, farting around on their phones, talking on their phones just kind of ruined the experience. So I was wondering if that had happened to either of you guys. But it sounds like it did not.
1: Now people get shot over here so (laughs) they kind of like chill out with that i I think i've only had one really really bad experience um and i was watching the invisible man and like this lady like it was only like me and this couple and she took a phone call and i I try to give her like 45 seconds because i'm like okay no one's in here so maybe it's an emergency or some shit Mm -hmm. and then she just continued to to talk and I, i the best i could do was say uh do you mind and I became the bad guy, and that was like the, always like the weirdest fucking experience I ever had. Because like she went to go take the call, and when she came back in, she was like, next time, stay out of my business. And I'm like, what
0: Damn. universe do I live in to where I'm the asshole? Clown world?
1: <laughs> Basically.
0: Well, I'm glad we all had at least decent movie-going experiences. So, let's get into it. We're going to do it like always. We're going to go non-spoiler to start. So we will not spoil the movie. If you haven't seen it, you'll get our impressions. Then Marcellus will drop the drop, delineating spoilers. And then we will get a little more in-depth with what we liked, didn't like, and some other questions about the movie. You can stick around if you've seen it. If not, you can bounce. You count as a download at this point anyway, so come back later on. And hear what we had to say once you've seen the movie. So to get started, what did you think? Non-spoiler, Marcellus of Megan.
2: It had some really fantastic things happening uh it had some other things that were questionable but i'm gonna say as a whole i thought it was okay no no i thought it was slightly better than okay i wasn't a complete my socks weren't blown off uh but i didn't hate myself when the movie was over i had definitely
0: enjoyed parts parts of it okay all right uh beat them down how about you
1: um bring the kids <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's fine how young
2: uh
1: if they're like really sassy ass kids, whatever age that is for your kid, like go ahead and bring them like 10, 11, 12. It's yeah,
0: fine. How old's your son? Uh, he is seven, going on eight. Do you think he would be able to handle this movie?
1: Uh, It might be too much for him. Like he's uh He doesn't fuck around
0: with that type of shit. That's how my like, son was. Too, so.
1: True, true black kid. Like <laughs> he's not <laughs> dabbling in that.
0: <laughs> but how did you like it?
1: Um, It, it was all right. Ah. it was all right that's that's the best i could do we'll 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 talk we'll we'll talk more
0: about oh we will we will (laughs) well i gotta tell you guys i absolutely fucking loved this movie of course you did i thought it was hilarious at times like legitimately like crying laughing hilarious at times and other times it was not scary but just like fun and goofy and dumb and amazing i loved this movie and it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. There are some weird choices, it's some plot holes, and some other things. But man, I got to tell you, I had a good time watching it. It was funny, it was fun. I loved it. I loved this movie. So, two thumbs in the middle, and one big thumb way up. I don't know. I think you got to stick around and find out what the hell is going on with our decisions on Megan. So, Marcellus, please drop that drop, and let's discuss Megan.
2: Uh, I've got some spoilers. One
0: well, clear the spoiler nah, is spoiler. Nah. You will die alone. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to start with our guest. We're going to put you on the spot. You were probably the least enthusiastic about this movie, Beat him Down. So you're going to have to give me some things that you liked.
1: No, like what happened was uh, I had the audacity of hope. Um, <laughs> I never do that. Like I never try to get overly hyped, but I was. Um, but what I did like about I loved a lot about the movie. Um, I liked how, I liked how creepy Megan was like all all of her approaches. Uh, one of my favorite scenes is when she's in the background and like the therapist is talking to the little girl and like the little girl starts crying because you know, therapy is therapy and like, you don't see Megan anymore. And she's like right in her blind spot with a box of tissue. And she's like, you made her cry. I was like, Oh fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Like, um, all those moments, I love everyone's um shocked realization that she's not a real fucking girl. And it's always met with a oh Jesus Christ, oh <laughs> fuck. Like no one's no one gently accepts what she is. And I love that too. Um the humor is great. Like those terrifying Furbies. Um they were cracking me the fuck up, all the commercials and shit. Um their boss, the guy that's from the Daily Show, he's hilarious. The movie knew, like the movie knew what it was, and um, I do appreciate that much about it. Uh, it didn't take itself too serious. Even it even did little things to kind of set up the sequel that you know is coming. Nothing was like really offensive. Uh, I did like the treatment that the little bully kid got. I thought that was top notch. That was hilarious. Like, he earned every piece of that. Like everyone, everyone kind of had it coming, and that kind of goes on to the side of like things I didn't like, but um. Other than that, though, I mean, like, it, it, it's it's a decent movie. It's not garbage or anything. It's just it's
0: okay. Hmm. Mark Ellisery, right.
2: yeah, uh, I'm going to agree a lot with what Beatem Down said. the The people's reaction to Megan, like the uh, the lady that was looking inside of the car, uh, like when the the girl and uh, and Megan was sitting in the back seat, and the lady's like, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" Yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> um, I did love the uh, I love the commercial that starts off the movie the <laughs> The weird Furby commercial that felt like they were taking a shot at Ugly Sonic, somehow with the teeth, <laughs> right? I <It> like, <laughs> like why why y'all do Sonic like that? That's kind of messed
0: up. Uh, Poor I were was- Ugly Sonic. I mean, he was in <laughs> Chippendale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> <Right. It's>
2: just- <laughs> he's, he's he's just getting he's getting to business this year. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> I okay. So as I'm watching the movie, I I'm stunned at how well the direction is. I'm like, man. Whoever is behind the camera is like really like doing an amazing job, doing a, a really solid job of selling this story. Because I, you know, it's a Blumhouse movie. It's a PG-13. I'm thinking it's going to be just like every other cheap little Blumhouse teenage horror movie that's come out. There's some real craft behind the, the camera here. So I was like, okay, that's really cool. I, I appreciate that. Uh, when she started singing Titanium, I am Titanium. Oh no. I lost my shit. Like, you've got to be fucking kidding me right now. That terrified.
1: That that was actually the scariest part of the whole movie for me. Really? Um, oh, that was so. It was so unsettling because I wasn't yes. ready for it, and she would not stop singing it. I was like, "Oh, fuck she no.
2: did almost a full song." I'm like, "What is happening right now?" <laughs> and then when she started playing toy soldiers on the piano at the end, I'm like, "Oh God, bro!" <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That was a nice touch. <laughs> so yeah, I. It, the thing about these type of horror movies is that you kind of have to turn your brain off for certain things. Like, there's certain elements mm-hmm. of the story that you have to be like, ah, you know, that's... We, of course, that wouldn't happen in a real world, so we're just going to ignore it. But the script mm-hmm. was actually smart in trying to trying to show how this girl was so attached to technology and how her idiot aunt was figured she can kill two birds with one stone <laughs> by <laughs> giving the girl, like, you know, here's a toy for you to play with and also... Uh, here's me testing out this AI robot that could probably kill people without any real authorization, just dumb. So you have to, you You know, know, it's like, there's a yin and yang to the story that I couldn't quite get the frequency of, but I did enjoy the fact that they were, that it was well handled. It was well filmed and that they were at least attempting to do something other than schlocky child's play, but a girl version.
1: I did feel bad for the aunt when she was trying to explain how to play with a collectible toy. Like, I, I actually felt for her on that scene. I was just like, just open the thing up. Let her, don't just roll it. <laughs> like, she's not a jerk. She's trying.
2: Dude, when she took the collectible off the wall and stabbed it with the blade to open it up, I'm like, no,
1: no. Dude, that hurt me so bad. I was like, leave her. Like, let her live. But then uh, Randy brought it to my attention that she had her for like two weeks at that point in time. I was like, okay, well she fucked up. Okay. <laughs> yes, like if it was like day one, I'd be like, bitch, you're out of line. Like,
0: don't like, <laughs> leave my house. Wow. Okay. Um. You know, for B right off the bat, I loved the script of this movie. It has a great tone that veers between kind of being a little mean spirited to also having a wicked sense of humor to going in directions you're not expecting. And, I got to tell you guys that part where she sings Titanium had the entire fucking theater dying. And like the longer it goes on, (laughs) everybody's just fucking rolling in the theater. It's so terrifying, bro. And the funny part about that is when my daughter was in chorus, when she was young, like grade school, they would sing that song every goddamn year. Oh shit. (laughs) It was even funnier for us, but I, I really thought the script was really well done and just, funny and also scary and also had a lot to say about kids and technology and screen time, which as a parent is something you fight yes. and struggle with all yes. the time. Very true. You know, and, and it's, it's everybody's got their different levels. You know, there are parents like her mom or her aunt who are just like, you're a baby and a stroller. And from the second they start making a noise are shoving an iPad in front of them. You know, like her her aunt did with Megan was just like, here's this go away. Leave me alone Right. to people who are psychotic and don't want them to even have like wheels. (laughs) Right. Right. So it's all over the place for, for parents, different parents. But like, man, that really hit close to home as somebody who's raised kids in this era of technology and screen time everywhere. Like, I thought that was a really well done kind of social Commentary in this that I was not expecting from a movie about a killer doll that's uh, gone viral on TikTok. So, not totally fair. I, I thought that was great. I thought the script was also hilarious. And the reason for that, my friends, the reason that this movie is so well written is is because one of the writers uh, with James Wan is a woman named Akila Cooper, who also wrote *Malignant*. Yup, I got super hype when I saw that. Yeah, uh, very, very. Happy with that. I think Malignant was amazing a couple of years ago when we saw it. And this is great too, in my opinion. So uh, I'm down. If she's gonna keep making funny, hilarious, awesome, not quite horror movies, <laughs> by all means, give her all the money. Um, and I was not expecting her parents to die like in the first like thirty seconds of the movie. I like, really? I kinda Jesus. I kinda felt it coming. I felt that one coming. I really did. I, I did not, but I I was kind of like, ah, <laughs> like what kind of movie are we watching here? And they nailed those kids commercials too, um, with the, about the original doll, not about Megan, but the um, Furby looking thing, like yeah, that. Yes, that commercial that came on was like pitch perfect to kids commercials. <laughs> that was uh, perfect. Exactly um, what they look like. Exactly, and you know I just thought it just had that kind of weird, mean spirited sense of humor throughout the whole thing, which was hilarious. I thought Megan herself was hilarious. I thought um, all the performances were good. Even the little girl was really good in this, which is sometimes scary when there's kids in something because it can be really bad really quick. Uh, Case in point, the the kid from Black Adam. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The worst. So that can go off the rails pretty quick, but I thought she did a great job. And I just really enjoyed the movie. I just liked everything about it. I don't think there was a thing that was really – that bad maybe i'll get into a couple things and what i didn't like but for the most part for me it was script it was humor and concept everything really just kind of came together and made a really fun movie for me to watch but Marcellus reagan's yes what are some things you didn't like about this movie because you and and beat him down are both kind of in the middle here so there's got to be things he didn't like
2: well again as i mentioned before the the different themes that they're aiming for like it's not as goofy as malignant like malignant is no there's a point of malignant where it's like we are just being ridiculous and we hope that you are along for the ride this one has those elements I eat a titanium song but it it also has like you said a commentary on on kids in their their iPads so trying to balance the two I don't think it quite nailed it even though I said I love the direction of this movie I don't think Visually, it's amazing, but I don't think that he that the director quite got the the right balance, so to speak. Um, so that's one of the things that I that I was a little disappointed with. Uh, I also I like the guy that played the boss from the Daily Show. I thought he was really funny, but he was in a lot of scenes. Like that character does not need to be in twenty scenes, and I understand that you know you want to do that because you need a body count. Megan has to kill someone, so she might as well kill that guy. But leading up to that. You know he's like the goofy comic relief, him and the sidekick, and they both had to die at the end. But they were just in—they were in way too many scenes. Let me see. I the the fact that that these kids went out like into the woods. I I like the whole scene of the the bully picking on a girl and Megan coming to you know exact her revenge. You know to protect her. That was great. But how are you gonna have like little kids out in a woods where this kid is screaming for his life and no one is around? Like no one is around to like hear these kids at all. And then the kid winds up dying. It was his time, Mark. <laughs> Obviously he's fucking time. He had it coming. And the fact that they showed his like dingbat mother too before that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, this movie is kind of brutal. Uh and also, kill, killing a dog and killing a neighbor. And I mean, I understand it's a horror movie. There has to be a body count. But there's a certain level of, I have to turn my brain off to really appreciate this. But I have to turn my brain back on to appreciate other aspects of it. Uh, so that's the stuff that, that I, like I said, I, I don't think it quite found the right balance. Um, I did really enjoy, as I'd say, for things I like. I did like the little girl controlling the giant robot at the end of it. It, uh, oh fuck yeah. It reminded yes. me of uh Lost in Space, a movie that everybody hates. <laughs> <laughs> or Real Steel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Real Steel. Another movie that I love that a lot of people hate. But uh yeah, little little <laughs> kids controlling giant robots, I'm all for that. So um yeah, I don't know. I just don't I don't think the the tone quite the balance was was quite right for Megan. And knowing that it's from the writer of Malignant, I think that one was done intentionally
0: a lot better. Okay. All right, well, beat him down. You are also in the middle here, so the floor is yours. What did you not like about this movie? I right, so the thing that
1: I like the most about Malignant versus this one is the violence. It's like you could tell they defanged this movie because it was like a big hit with the kids. Mm-hmm. And I was very sad about that cuz I, I I expected I expected more bloodshed and I was like, I was kind of let down that the trailer showed more of the oh shit moments because I thought it was going to be a little bit more that was like going to pop off as far as how dangerous she can be you know what I mean so I'm thinking like her dancing her galloping like a fucking dog like mm-hmm. all those things are just the tip of the iceberg of what we were going to see but then like that was literally like the apex of like how out there she can get as far as um methods of killing people and stuff like I did I did like when she did the voice mimicry shit like I always have this theory that whenever a, a killer or a monster takes out a dog is to make the white people not like them anymore. <laughs> so I figured, so I figured that's what that was. But, um, mostly everyone who des- deserved to die died. Like the, I swore on everything that the, uh, the, the, the one lady who made nothing but perfect sense and the guy who really didn't want to be there. I swore they were good as dead. And the fact that Megan basically murdered them both, yeah. In any other movie, they would be dead as fuck, but they survived, like threw me off. I was really confused by that. And I swore more people were gonna go. Uh and I think that kinda that that's honestly my biggest gripe with this movie It's just like not enough people died. I don't know what that says about me. I wish I didn't sound like this saying this either.
2: <laughs>
1: like not enough deaths to transpire, gentlemen. Like it, it just it's, either way, I just I just I was really let down. Like
0: as far as like I didn't hate the movie. Do you, you know think, I mean? um, do you think that's a product of the budget because this is a cheap movie? <laughs> this was no, it's a $12 million. It, 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 budget. Isn't, it isn't. I mean, yeah. if you really think about it, it,
1: it, it, it is not necessarily like the cheapest of movies though, because like Megan was still believable. I was never right. taken out of, I was never really taken out of it. There's enough budget for like the fake animatronic, you know, mm-hmm. uh, skeleton of her and everything.
0: Yeah. It's it, not like a to be original or anything, but it's still only a twelve million dollar movie. So if they're spending that much on effects to make Megan look good, maybe they just don't have enough people to I swear
1: the I movie. I swear to God, I was laughing. I had to mute my horrific cough. Um but yeah, it's not it's not to be cheap. But when when Megan stabbed the fucking canister and it blew up and the fire kind of just caressed the two employees I'm like oh come the fuck on dude like that 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 screams possible reshoot because they should be blown to smithereens like why even do it like why are you just scaring the people who are morally right but fucking off everyone else like you're literally doing like a Alaskan ear pull on this fucking child with no remorse but like the guy that you're hanging you know what I mean like with the fucking machine and shit like he gets to live like it makes no sense to me but um I don't know. I guess. I guess. I feel like when, it's a nice entry movie. Like, if I'm trying to get my kid into horror, mm-hmm. I feel like this is a perfect movie to do so. But like, I came there expecting like bodies, man.
0: Bes- besides your bloodlust, was there anything else?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he has the bloodlust. No, I mean that was it. Like, I I really didn't. I didn't hate any any of the characters per se. Like, I liked the motivation everybody had. I liked. I like that we learned that, you know, um the aunt is low-key a hardcore anime geek. And like I like the fact that we we don't know what the fuck the the on her uh her brother-in-law's family are like in Florida cuz like all we know is that they're from Florida and they may or may not be trouble. So that's like there's an alternate dimension where there's a whole nother like hillbilly movie that could have happened. Maybe <laughs> take- that little girl went to Florida cuz she's like no, she like cuz cuz she had a out the auntie totally had an easy out. Oh, just let them live, live, live with them. They got they're all they're ready for them. No. My, my sister specifically said no. And I'm like, the
2: fuck was that about? Mm,
0: there you go. But, that's,
2: that's sequel beating right there, man. Man,
0: oh shit. That's some, right, uh, like, Resident but, Evil but, 7 action going on. Right.
1: <laughs> but shout out, shout out to Bruce and like, and like the anime fist bump anime like, you know, thing to activate him. It's, that's, that's so cool. But I would I would have loved it if Bruce turned on him. That'd have been dope. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, knows. Why do I have no face and just start ripping so face off?
0: Well, I mean, you know, Bruce is probably lonely. Now here's a girl robot. He's like, fuck these, <laughs> these humans.
1: That's what I'm saying. Make him, make him throw that mechanical ass at him and just, <laughs>
2: it's
0: a wrap.
1: Oh, God. It's awful. But... Uh, <laughs> But like after watching my like X marking and then coming to this, it's not. It's like I I don't hate the movie. Like please don't get it twisted. I don't hate the movie. I was just I was ready for. I didn't I didn't know the rating, so that, that was my mm-hmm. own fucking fault. Cause I, I saw her do the gritty. I was I was sold, and I was like I'm I'm there. I mm-hmm. could care less. All right.
0: Well, you know honestly for me, I I really did like this movie quite a bit. There is not much I didn't like about it. You know honestly, I don't man, here we go again. Cause you just said it, beat him down. I, I was not happy. They killed the dog, <laughs> <laughs> even though it's an evil, mean dog that lives next door that bit the main character and like took Megan and was like tossing her around. Oh, Megan got ragged all.
1: That dog was good as fuck, bro. <laughs> she had <laughs> shit all in her hair, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, um, don't like that they kill a dog anything where a dog is dying it's not it's not a good look for me but i I guess that is a good way to make you not like megan because they got they have to do that because you're inclined to like her based on the marketing and (laughs) and most of the movie where she gets all the good lines all the good kills she's right you know she's you're like this this character rules um they're trying really hard to not have her be chucky where by the fourth movie, third movie, you're really just rooting for Chucky and you don't care about the characters anymore. Uh, Maybe we'll get there. But for the first one, at least they were, they were trying pretty hard to make her uh, dislikable by the end. Um, And honestly, just as much as I praised the script and I loved the script and I loved the movie, there was just a little in the back of my head kind of voice being like, there's no way in hell they would take Megan home. (laughs)
1: No, no, no way. Like, like a- after the first failed attempt of turning her off, I'm like, fuck this whole project.
0: Right. But not even that, just the fact that it's this super expensive top secret thing and they she just brought it home, which is bad enough. And then she's just got it out in the front yard. They're playing. She's taking it to field day at school. Like, no, <laughs> that's not going to happen. This is like a, a top secret toy they would have on lockdown in that tower. So. I, I understand there's no movie without that happening, but it just felt a little weird. No, I agree.
1: I agree. But like, I, at that point, I, I was like, it's a, it's a killer robot. Elizabeth Olsen running around, <laughs> so it's <was> whatever.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone put a picture of Megan and like the Olsen twins, and now I can't unsee it.
1: Dude, they they had a picture of uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision, and then they had Megan. Like, that was a baby, dude. I'm just dying.
0: <laughs> You're trying to make me like this movie even more, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's ask you guys a couple questions. Marcellus Riggins, I know I beat him down, kind of made his feelings felt already, but this was PG-13, obviously, so we're going to get a lot of cutaways. We're not going to get to see any up-close gore. We get one fuck in the entire movie. That's it. Did that affect your enjoyment of the movie? Does it not matter to you? And even just not this movie, do you give a crap? about it being our pg-13 no well
2: i guess it depends on what type of movie it is i think this one worked as a pg-13 movie i mean i still think the little kid getting his ear ripped off and getting run over by a car is still pretty violent <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean not enough it's not enough <laughs> my blood will isn't. not
0: satiate beat him down's <laughs> right. bloodlust. lust over exactly here.
2: mine isn't as uh isn't as strong as uh as beat him down so, so i uh I'm more interested in them having a good story, uh, if it's going to be that type of movie. So I, I guess it would have been nice for a little bit more blood, but you know, I still I'm okay with the kills being a PG-13 movie. I, I was okay
0: with it. Okay. Now, do you prefer horror movies to be R? I know you're not a big horror guy, but if if you got a choice a horror movie's coming out is it going to be R or is it going to be PG-13 or G. John don't care as long as the movie's good
2: yeah i don't care as long as the 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 story is good and the, the characters are good like insidious i think is PG-13 and i think the movie's mm-hmm. amazing i think it works on all
0: levels um so yeah as long as it's, as long as it's a good story i don't care about the rating so yeah. beat them down i know you kind of played your hand a little bit for the answer to this question, but PG-13 versus R in a horror movie, does it matter to you? Is it something you are bothered by? And especially in this movie, would you have wanted an R-rated version?
1: No, It's not that. It's just there are movies that can do an amazing job and still be PG-13. It was just the fact that I could tell that this movie wasn't um, trending towards terrifying. So I figured Mm -hmm. to balance it out, they would do a little bit more gore to balance it out, because like there are movies that I've seen, absolutely PG uh, PG zero blood scared the living shit out of me, you know. But I figured like okay, well, we're already starting off with like you know kind of like a raunchy ish kind of like uh, sense of humor, so I was ready for kind of the the gore to kind of get turned not not turned up to the max. I figured like along the same lines as how the little boy got it, I thought it was gonna be like everybody throughout, like. Again, like with the guy being hung and then the um the explosions, but they survived Like was a shock versus how everybody else went out. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't really have mattered per se. I think it would have helped me if I knew walking in because I kind of just blindly ran into the theater. But um, no, I mean I think you can make a really good horror movie without gore. I think it's absolutely possible. But it was just this movie wasn't scary to me, so I thought it was going to bring me something else. Okay, all right.
0: You know I am firmly in agreement with both of you guys where it doesn't matter to me as long as the movie's good. Uh, I know there are people that are just so anti PG 13 horror that they just won't even see movies. They are, these are the type of people who thought Halloween kills was the best horror movie in the past, like 10 years. Um, They just want a body count and gore. And that's it. They don't give a flying shit if the movie's good or not. As long as there's gore and blood flying around all over the place, to me, that's ridiculous. Yeah, for because, the record,
1: Megan is better than Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Like, right.
0: Hands down. Dear God. Well, a um, 400-pound man rubbing his sweaty taint across my face is better than those two movies. So. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> it's not a high bar, but I, it, that's just such a weird take to me because there can be awesome PG-13 horror movies, and there can be awesome R-rated horror movies, and some movies – work well PG 13, some work well are. Uh we just watched my son and I watched Happy Death Day. Yeah.
2: PG 13. Oh, that's That's a good
0: one. That's PG 13. It was great. I mean, obviously it wasn't scary, but it was fun and it was funny and it had some kills and stuff in it. And that's perfectly fine. That and you should pencil that in, beat him down when it's time for your son to start watching horror movies, because that's a really good entry level. No, that's that's definitely a good one. That's a good one. So, you know, it doesn't really bother me at all. I I think that this movie is good as it is, but I will agree a little bit with you. Beat him down in your bloodlust. That it would have been nice to see <laughs> just a little more of an edge to it, slightly. But I think once they start seeing the ball rolling with this thing blowing up on TikTok, they're like, "We gotta, <laughs> we gotta make sure we get as many tweens in the I mean, just as possible."
1: Give me one solid dog punt, and I'm, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs>
2: <laughs> does kind of Patriots
1: fan you can respect a good field goal kick like anybody.
2: <laughs> it does kind of show that you know they did change the movie at the last minute to get those tweens in in the theaters. So that means there is a there's a R rated version of this movie that does exist. So oh, you know, I'm there when it hits streaming. You know, there's going to be Megan
0: unrated. Uh, oh God! Yeah. Do they still do that? I remember from back in the day, we're all old as dirt, so I remember buying DVDs and Blu-rays. They're always they like, they
1: technically do. They just don't say anything now. Right. They just put it out like uh, as okay. is
0: for the most part. For example, my copy of Feast on DVD is Feast the Unrated <laughs> Feast. You know, remember that one? It was the uh third season of Project Greenlight. They made a horror movie, and it's got like Henry Rollins and jay oh, from jay and silent bob in it do you remember this at all they're trapped no. in a bar in the middle of the night with rubber no. monsters attacking it's, it's actually it's decent it's decent and also uh ben affleck and matt damon like absolutely fucking hated the entire process of making it and the guy making it so it made it even better that it was at least passable so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway last question before we rate it Obviously, we're going to get a sequel. This thing is killing it at the box office. I believe as we record this, it hit uh, $57 million domestic. Wow, wow. And that's on a $12 million budget. With the majority of their marketing being done online, probably by interns, um, this thing's going to turn a tidy profit. So we're getting more movies. Mark Ellis, what do you want to see in a Megan sequel? And what would you title it?
2: Uh, first, I want to say, how stunning is it that we have a January horror movie that's actually making money? <laughs>
0: like, yeah, what is that? Yeah. Ever happened? Ever happened in the history of uh, the, cinema? The, the running joke of "fuck you," it's January. Does <laughs> not apply,
2: right? And Megan just changed the game. So, what I want to see in a sequel, I want to see an army of Megans. If that's if that's possible, uh, I want to. I'm, I picture Megan as like the the high tech version of the American doll. <laughs> series so I,
0: <laughs> I want
2: to see megan's. So I can, i'll
0: take my daughter in the store and we can look at him but we ain't taking uh, any home right because the american doll and ultron <laughs>
2: yes so i want megan's brought from all different regions i want every every country to have a megan doll i have them all joined together to take down something because you you remember that guy it was the the freaking intern guy or sidekick guy he had a file that had all that information in there Yep. So yep, you already gave it away. Yeah, someone has that information. So, Megan, the army of Megans, uh, that's coming. Uh, so it, obviously, it's got to be Megan 2.0 for the the sequel. Oh, the sequel title. has got to oh, be. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good all one. All right, all right, beat him down. Yeah, I, I, is yours want, for your I Megan the, sequel
1: pitch. Yeah, I want I want the Megan schematics to go to OCP. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> It's going to be so fucking cool. It's going to be like a little girl gets like hit by a bus or some shit. And then like integrate her with like Megan. It's going to be fucking dope. Oh my God, and uh, the movie will be called Meg again.
0: <laughs> oh my God. So I'm going to pitch the Megan sequel to the executives just like this. I'm going to go up to the whiteboard. and I'm going to write Megan on it. And I'm going to put an S next to it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking genius. The only way, and I agree with you, Mark. The only way to, to ramp this up because we we got to see a whole army of them, and we I want to see like I want to see a riff on fucking aliens. I want this writer from Malignant in the first one to make a fucking goofy riff on like aliens. Oh
1: my god, they could gallop on the ceiling, bro. Yes. yes.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ, make a bridge because because at the end of the movie they it, they don't they never said they stopped producing the, the dolls they, they were launching that night they were going on sale the next day in stores we never yeah, hear already, anything right
1: she was already integrated into the uh the, whatever their version of alexa is too so she's she's a, she's
0: she's ultra right but we never hear an, an, in the background in a news story that they were recalled or anything like that like as far as we know the main character and her aunt are fine besides megan being in their alexa but we never got a caveat that they had recalled all the other ones or stopped the sale of them. So, oh my part- god, dude,
1: is he gonna get into like a bigger Bruce, like for like like the the power loader?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude, we got Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. So, I mean, a, a goofy, malignant slash Megan style riff on your aliens type movie with both thousands of Megans everywhere. Yes, <laughs> it's what I want. That's it. Just call it Megans.
2: That's right. As long as she sings uh, the Chandelier song from Sia, then I'm all, I'm all about it.
0: Yo. <laughs> I was hoping for more like Rump Shaker to be a good one. <laughs> you know. I'm sure there's plenty of ridiculous songs she could sing. So Jesus Christ. Excellent. All right. Well, that's our discussion on Megan. Maybe we should rate the movie before we finish up. So Markelis Reagan's on a scale of zero to five. Five being the best and zero being the worst. What do you have for Megan? Uh, I'm going to give it a three and a half. Uh, I think it's a
2: entertaining enough movie. It doesn't quite clear the uh, the jump, but uh, I think it's entertaining enough. And you know, as we discussed, it's PG-13, so you know it's safe to watch at any time.
0: All right, beat him down. How about you? No, it's an easy
1: 3.25. It's not. It's not garbage. Like I would absolutely watch it again. It's just. I should have been ready for like less bodies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I am at a solid four out of five. I really enjoyed this movie. I had a good time. I thought it was hilarious at times. I thought it was fun and not scary, but a little disturbing every now and then. But man, I had a good time with this movie. I loved it. Four out of five for me. Maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. Hit us up on social media and let us know what you think. But now we are going to wrap it up before we tap it up, beat them down. Yeah. As always, thank you so much for coming on the show. We love you. I love and you guys too. Thanks for having me on, man. While you still have a voice, please pimp out <laughs> Colt Forty Five, and give us a recommendation for the listeners out there.
1: Yeah, man. Um, follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Colt Forty Five podcast Like us on Facebook. Subscribe us on YouTube. across any podcasting app that's out there. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, you name it. We're out there. Um, I recommend you guys if you got HBO Max, go watch Southside. It's a hilarious show. Please watch that. If you're not into that, um, Alice in Borderlands. That shit is fucking dope.
0: I have heard that's really good. I didn't watch it. I watched the other Korean horror show they had on Netflix. Yeah, that's Squid Game, but this one's Japanese. No, it, it it was like they weren't zombies. They were demons, and the people were stuck in their apartment building. Oh, what was know. the name
2: of that show? Was Mark? it like, we Almost die, everybody must die? Something like that? No. No.
0: It, 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 towards the end of the season, this is a spoiler, it kind of goes off the rails from being uh, people trapped in an apartment building to being like some fucking riff on like bad final fantasies. Oh, uh, like fiction with like people getting powers and, and <laughs> wings and shit. What the um, fuck? I cannot remember the name of the show. I'm going to try to figure it out while well. Marcellus is telling you what his recommendation is.
2: Uh, so, you know, we talked about it, we mentioned it a couple of times on the show, Malignant, uh, I still think, is uh, a movie that's more brilliant than people give it credit for. Uh, Absolutely. It's, it's definitely, it definitely hits the tropes of a horror movie, but it's actually a lot of fun to watch. And I, I'm telling you, if you... Watch the movie. It tells you what type of movie it is within the first 30 seconds of the movie. As soon as you press play, <laughs> it literally says, this is the type of movie you're watching. So as long as you can accept that, it's a thrill ride. It, I love that movie. And it's streaming on HBO Max now. So if you have HBO Max, check out Malignant from the writer of <laughs> <laughs> Uh The
0: name of that TV show is Sweet Home, by the way. Uh, I remember you talking yeah, about it, but I don't remember no seeing idea. it. Yeah, it's not bad. It just kind of goes off the rails with like nonsense storyline <laughs> towards the end. And I think we're like three years later and there hasn't been an announcement of season two. So thanks, Netflix. Um, <laughs> I will recommend that you go to so dot com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, links to all our Patreon, and YouTube content and more. So is a podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, just about anywhere under the sun. We find podcasts. You find podcasts. We will be there. Don't forget to check out our aforementioned YouTube channel. There's hours of free exclusive content there. Adam just dropped an interview with uh, the producer and one of the stars of the movie 1BR. And we've got some cool early screener reviews from movies coming out exclusively on Screenbox as well. So, Check out our YouTube channel, Patreon, patreon.com backslash Podcast, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content. This month is the only place to hear us discussing some of the new trailers that dropped, as well as some of the new nerd news that's coming around. So definitely jump on that. Uh, I am going to recommend the movie that Adam interviewed the producer and <laughs> one of the stars of, and that is the movie 1BR, and that is a... Horror psychological horror movie. It's not a gore fest. Sorry, beat him down. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. It involves a girl looking for an apartment, and when she rent one, uh that is inexplicably affordable and great. Uh hijinks ensue. Uh the building is not what it seems. It's free on Tubi, it's free on Freevee. Uh, it was on Netflix for a while. I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but if you can jump online, you can watch it on Tubi and on Freevee, which is the Amazon free movie streaming app. And uh, it's really good. Uh, about a year ago, the people behind the movie messaged us and asked me if I would review it. And I was terrified because a lot of times when that happens, the movie is not good. <laughs> facts. Absolute facts. <laughs> Absolute facts. But this one uh, is very good. I had a really good time with it. I liked it a lot. So I highly recommend it. And just because it's on Tubi, please don't get scared. <laughs> it was on other places first. Now it's on Tubi. It's not um, War of the Worlds 3 starring William Baldwin. So Jesus um, Christ. Actually, you should check that out because they recycled special effects from Battletech in it. <laughs> Are you fucking saying <laughs> The aliens show up with their driving oh, Battletech mechs. I was fucking crying <laughs> I was watching it. Anyway, so 1BR is the name of the movie, and it is out there on a bunch of apps. And we have an interview with uh, some of the creatives behind the scenes on, on YouTube, which is uh, doing really well. So check that out as well. And that's going to do it. That is episode number 441 of the So is podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co host for the Colt 45 podcast. Beat them down. Please wash your goddamn hands. <laughs> And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan.
2: Everybody have yourself a great week and Wakanda forever.
0: We'll see you guys next week. We're going to be reviewing the new movie, Missing. But you will be found when you come and find us next week. So oh good journey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I Fire away, fire away Ricochet, you take your aim
1: Fire away, fire away You show me down, but I won't fall I am Titanium Good night, Katie I night, Megan